0: Good morning. It is so great to be with you um, this morning on this special day, the day that you get to install your minister. It was an honor to be able to be with you this morning um, all the way from Chicago. And I wish the best for your continued ministry Reverend Jennifer, this is such a special time. You see, installing a minister is about recognizing that relationship between a congregation and a minister and beginning on a path, a journey to see what might happen What your combined ministry will look like. And the sky's the limit. You have no idea what is going to happen in the next few weeks, days, months. But it is an opportunity to explore, create. In fact, it is really you're asking yourselves to engage in an act of improv. Now, I know some people when they hear improv get really nervous. We often think of improv as the TV show, Whose Line Is It Anyway? The series of comedy and quick wit. But improv is really about being present in the moment and taking whatever comes and engaging with it in meaningful ways. And it's something that we do all the time. We don't never know what's going to happen. And if we didn't know that before, I think this past year has taught us just how much of improv we have to do. And So as you begin this journey together, I invite you to think of your ministry as improv and to use some of the rules of improv to help you guide your ministry together. The improv is not just a, a sense of random experiences. It is not just responding in a vacuum. Improv has a framework, a form to work within. Kind of like we have a covenant together to work with each other. So we start from our grounding, if we start from our covenant, we have a framework that will hold us as we engage in our ministry. And if we follow some simple guidance, it can really influence and impact our ministries in ways that allow for more possibilities, more health, more excitement. So the first rule of improv is to come from a place of yes. And We heard this in the reading as Tina Fey talks about respect what your partner has created. It asks us to take a moment and pay attention to what the person we are engaging with or the people we are engaging with and their ideas and listen to them and understand that this is their reality, this is their understanding, and just start by accepting their starting place and then figuring out how do we move from there. we start from a place of yes, then we can start different ways. We can see a path that might not be present before, that might be confusing. But it's not always what people are conditioned to do. Um, uh, In Impresario, Keith Johnstone writes that there are people who prefer to say yes, and there are people who prefer to say no. Those who say yes are rewarded by the adventures they have. And those who say no are rewarded by the safety they attain. There are far more no-sayers than yes-sayers. But you can train one type to behave like the other. That's part of what improv is, is helping train no-sayers to be yes-sayers, to be able to start in a place of just accepting what is, where we are, and moving forward. You know, a good example of yes sayers and no-sayers is in our sacred story. You know, Snow White was a no-sayer. She did not want uh, anything to the artist at all, to touch, the canvas. You wanted to stay the pure white, and that was it while pure as Dawn was a yes-sayer and was willing to embrace the possibilities that the artist could create with her. The Snow White did not want it to be messy, did not want it to you know, not look good. And so had the safety of being able to stay in the beauty that she wanted that she believed in, while pure as Dawn was, was excited about the adventure of what the artist could do. And so many times we are in this space where we have the opportunity to try something, to do something, to say yes to an opportunity, or just to acknowledge where people are. And that is where our ministry starts, by that acceptance. that beginning. But it's not just with yes. And uh, another rule of improv is that you say yes and. What that means is that, that you need to contribute. You need to be part of the story. So it's not just to say, yes, I see where you are. It's yes, and here's where I am. And how can we move this together? How can we take the next part of the story? How can we imagine what our ministry will look like? This is about collaboration, working together to create the scene and create the ministry. As Tina Fey writes, if I start a scene with "I can't believe it's so hot in here," and you just say "Yeah," we're kind of in a standstill. But if you actually start to give some responses, like "You know, we're in hell," or "This can't be good for the wax figures," or "Crawling into a dog's mouth," those all start to shape where we are and what we're doing and creates the beginning of a story and a journey. And so it's so important to collaborate in ministry, to build off of each other's ideas and thoughts and dreams to create together, co-create so the ministry of the congregation. It is not just the work of the minister or the congregation. You are to say yes to each other and yes and, and keep building and building to see what might be, what is possible. Now we can live into our UU values and make them real in the world. Now, the, this next rule of improv is goes right with collaboration. It's really important, and it's one of my favorite ones. Actually, it's make your scene partner look good. So, in this, I, an idea of this is that when you're doing improv, it's not just about how uh, you can come off with. Uh, the best lines or the respond the best. It's how you support the other person is what's important. So if you are both making each other look good and supporting each other, then things could be really interesting. And it might be funny or it might be deeply serious. But a meaningful scene will happen. Because we wouldn't let someone uh, go off in a, in an odd way and kind uh, to spin themselves in a hole. We would help them. We would support them. We wouldn't ask something of them that we know they cannot do. And so this rule, for me, reminds me to ask, How can I bring out the best in the other person? How do we work together, bringing out our best qualities and supporting and nurturing those best pieces? And also it's those areas where we need to grow to help us grow within those growing edges to be better human beings in this world. We work together to support each other in this journey. This is, for me, the, our universal side of our faith. The that recognizes that we are held in love. And that love wants the best for us. And in that love, we then also want to be the best, to do the best, to bring out the best in ourselves and others that we meet. It's this idea that, you know, we do not have to do anything to be saved because we are whole as we are. So we work to bring that wholeness out of each other and we move and engage out of that place of love and wholeness. So we start with yes, and then move to yes and, and then we make our scene partner look good. And then finally, we have to be willing to fail. And this is, even though it's the last one I'm mentioning, it might even be the first one you think about. That we, that it is okay to fail. And the hope is to fail forward. What I mean by that is that When we make mistakes, we take them as opportunities for learning and continuing moving and trying again. And we keep growing from the mistakes. We don't continually repeat the mistakes because we haven't learned from them, but that they are opportunities for us to grow, opportunities for us to learn. And we embrace that. And then we hold, that learning, that growth opportunity is important and essential. And it means then that we are willing to risk, to try things that we may not have done before because we are not afraid to fail. When I teach improv, Classes. One of my favorite exercises is called "I Failed," and in this exercise, I invite everyone to say, "I failed," with as much as enthusiasm as they can muster. I failed. Imagine if we brought that into our lives—that failure is not something that brings shame and grief, joy and excitement. And how then it can not become an end at the beginning of a new way of being, a new idea, a, a, a new understanding of ourselves. And so starting with yes and and then making our seen partner look good, all the while being willing to fail forward are the keys to healthy ministry. It invites us to engage in this process and in this relationship in a way that is deep and collaborative, that creates opportunities for new things to emerge, to find new things, to love each other deeply and bring out the best in everyone in the congregation and anyone who is touched. By this congregation, and the ministry that this congregation has, so I invite you to ground your ministry together in improv and see where it takes you. I can imagine that you can do wonderful things. Let it be.